0: The
1: Thrivehood Podcast is a useful resource for boys and young men who want to thrive as they mature into manhood. I'll be your host, Tim Williams, and welcome to the Thrivehood Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back again to another episode of the Thrivehood Podcast. I hope that you're having a good day, and we appreciate you stopping by. I want to jump right in to today's episode, The Art of Conversation. Several years ago, golly, it's probably 15, 20 years ago, I was at a dinner party, was talking to a young man. I just met him recently, and we were having a conversation. And What was interesting is during the conversation, I found myself becoming an audience member of a talk show versus having an actual conversation with this fella. It lasted for, I don't know, 15, 10, 15 minutes. At the end of the conversation, or really what was nothing more as me just listening to him talk, he said something interesting. He said, well, man, it was really good to meet you, and I really like you, I really glad we got to know each other and if you ever need anything let me know and i walked away from that conversation thinking this guy man he's like hijacked the conversation you know didn't really give me any time to say anything but i walked away and later found out and realized two important aspects in that conversation as it sort of dawned on me as as i got a little older the first one was if will you listen and if you allow yourself to be a listener in a conversation at times, you actually can create relationships simply by being a listener, was the first thing that I learned. The second thing that I learned was that most people in this world want to talk about themselves. The, the reality is, and the truth is, we want to talk about those issues or topics that we know the most about. And guess what, guys? What do you know the most about? That's right. You know the most about yourself, right? We all do. So we have a tendency to drift back to well. Here's what I did. Well, here's what my experience was. Well, here's where I went. Well, here's where, you know, we're we're always going back to what we know best and what we feel the most comfortable in. I've I've had some initial relationships that had developed over the years with some fellas that I thought was really going to turn out to be a great relationship. But soon into the relationship, I found out that this individual had a real interest in a subject matter that I had no interest in or that I really didn't have any, any ability to relate to him in that subject matter because it, it wasn't a part of my life. And while I would try to keep the relationship going and get together and hang out sometimes, it just never really worked out, which is fine. That's that's fine. That's what happens. But I want to take a few minutes here and talk to you a little about communicating and interacting with people. I, I believe it's a lost art. I believe conversation and communication has really become a lost art. We, we do so much texting and Facebook. The, the truth is there's research out there that shows that while we are connected more than we ever have been in America, at least— we are l- more lonely than we've ever been in America. It's amazing you would think that would be the opposite, but but quite the contrary. And I might do a I might do an episode on that at some point. but I want to give you some pointers. I read a book that was called "She Calls Me Daddy" by Robert Walgamuth. I, I when I had my first daughter, my first kid. Uh, I was wanting to find some literature and some information to maybe help me be a a good dad you know being the good guy that I'm trying to be and trying to make a difference in this world and my brother-in-law introduced me to this book and phenomenal book so you guys grow up ever have kids of your own highly recommend that in the book the father I believe he had raised three either three or four daughters I, I know I think at least three and one of the areas and one of the topics, categories for him to help his uh, daughters grow and really mature was learning to communicate and having conversations. And he presented a, a nice small little concept that I thought was great. And he taught his daughters how to play tennis. No, not literally go out there and how to play tennis with a racket, but he taught them how to use what I would call throwing the tennis ball question or the tennis ball questions. And it was as simple as this. When you meet somebody, throw out a question. In other words, throw a tennis ball towards them. The hope is that that individual will answer the question and lob the ball back to you. In other words, you give them a question. Hey, what is your name? you're hoping that the response is, hi, my name is Jim Smith. What is your name? The tennis ball has been lobbed back to you. Oh, well, my name is Tim Williams. Thanks for asking. What do you do for a living? I have lobbed the ball back to them. Do you get the point? Do you see what's happening here? When you have good interaction, when you have someone that's a great communicator, You're taking only one tennis ball and just lobbing it back and forth and back and forth amongst yourselves to create a great conversation. The other challenge you may have is when you lob that first tennis ball or the first question over to that individual and all they say, you know, if your question is, hi, what is your name? And they say, Bill. And that's it. You have to pick up another tennis ball out of your little basket there. And throw them another tennis ball. Throw them another question. Oh, Bill, well, what's your last name? Smith. You're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. Nothing's happening. Guess what? You got to get another tennis ball. So you may, in that instance, be going through a quite a few tennis balls just to keep the conversation going. So I thought that was a great analogy of understanding the communication process. And in some cases, it'll work really well. It'll it will the lobbing back and forth will be great. In other cases, you're just gonna have to have a big old basket full of tennis balls and be ready to lob those questions one after the other. So I thought that was great. So let's sort of take this down to a practical application and then we'll I'll give you some pointers and and then what we'll do is we'll just talk a little bit about the value. Of learning this. So the first thing is ask open-ended questions. That's the first thing. Don't just ask them as I said, what's your name? But maybe things along the lines of, well, where are you from or and how long have you lived there? Or you know, what do you do in your spare time when you're chilling out or hanging out? Or you know, what kind of music styles do you listen to? You know, things that Rather than get a yes or no response, that actually get questions that will sort of help or force that individual to respond to you and give you a few more bits of information. What's great about that is that that can take you to the next level, which is sort of a tell me more, if you will quote unquote, tell me more response, which is asking probing questions. You're asking a question of, you know, what kind of music do you like? The response is, yeah. I'm I like uh, hip-hop and R&B. I like a little bit of rap. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really. I, I sort of like rap and R&B, but I'm not much into hip-hop. What are your, some of your favorite artists? So see, what happens is you begin to get the dialogue moving along, and you're helping that conversation move along. The third step in that process is turn questions around that are asked of you. So you might have an opportunity in a conversation where maybe this individual is responding, but maybe not fully engaged. But once in a while, he may or he or she may ask a question. Well, in order for you to keep the conversation going, turn the question back around to them. So, start at the beginning. You, what kind of music do you like? That person, uh, I like I like hip hop. You, oh really? Well, what what kind of artists do you like that are in hip hop? Uh, you know, I'm dating myself, but you know, responding to some artists, okay, great. Uh, then that, that individual might say, well, how about you? What are some artists you like? Hey, I like, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever the case may be. Then turn that back around. Well, are, are there other music styles that you like? And, and you begin to have that conversation moving back and forth. And then finally, you need to ask about subject matters that maybe you don't have a lot of involvement with or interest with or you're unfamiliar with if that individual says yeah i i like rock and roll and maybe you don't really listen to that then engage ask the question don't don't be afraid to look like you don't know anything there's nothing wrong with that you're getting to know this person you like rock and roll i don't yeah i really don't get into rock and roll what uh, what, what 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 is it about rock and roll you like or whatever the case may be and as you see When you are constantly coming back and asking questions of that individual, that's what helps keep the conversation moving along. This is not normal for for you. It's not going to be normal. It isn't normal in any way, shape, or form. Remember what I said in the beginning. I said that we have a tendency to talk about ourselves, because that is what we have the most understanding and knowledge about. And the other part of that is, to be quite frank about it, most people haven't been taught or educated and directed in how to have a conversation and to interact with other people. But I'll tell you, this will serve you well. It will help with those awkward moments. It'll help with the you know, gosh, I'm standing here and we we've we've been standing here for five minutes and we've talked for two, you know, that that sort of thing. Or you're thinking, what am I, what am I gonna talk to them about? So have a good, regardless of whether you know this individual you're getting ready to meet is going to be a talker or not, regardless of that, remember that your goal in the conversation is to keep it flowing, not to one-up the person, not to have more information, not to be smarter, not to talk more. Your goal is to keep the conversation flowing and moving. So here are some reasons why I believe this is important and why, why you should do this. First of all, people are attracted to those that listen to them. That's just how it is. In my little story, when I first started this, the guy that I was talking about basically hijacked the conversation and in the end said, man, I really like you. I'm, I'm glad I got to meet you. Well, well why did he say that? because I gave him the platform. I didn't try to take over the conversation and push my agenda or my thoughts or my ideas into the conversation. A lot of times we're not even really actively listening. What we're doing is as we're waiting for that individual to finish the sentence that they're on, we're already thinking about the next thing that we want to say versus active listening and waiting and really thinking and pondering about what they're going to say. So understand that People truly, if you're really paying attention and show interest, whether or not you care is, is not necessarily the point. It's if you're engaged and focused at the moment, that says a lot to them. Here's another reason why this is of value. You gain knowledge and wisdom through other people's experiences. Like I said earlier, if you are unfamiliar with a subject matter that this individual is speaking of, ask about it, probe Find out what's going on. You will gain knowledge and understanding in a subject matter that you didn't know before. Here's another one making deeper connections will allow you to be a person that they want to confide in. This may be days, weeks, months, years down the road if this relationship turns into something more valuable. You may be somebody that they need a, a shoulder to lean on. A conversation may ensue that goes into a direction you didn't plan, but they start sharing and their dirty laundry with you. Well, they're looking for somebody to, to be there for them. What a, what a great reason to have a relationship with somebody is because they can, con, they can trust in you. They can confide in you. Here's another one. You can find allies that will be in your corner. There may be days in your life that are coming that you need somebody to come to your rescue. You need somebody to be there for you. You need somebody to show up when disaster strikes or whatever the case may be, or you may need someone just to be able to be a sounding board for you to say some things and have some conversations with and just air your concerns, frustrations, whatever the case may be. The last one is to gain trust with others. As I said in my opening monologue there with meeting that individual, I don't know if you caught it or not, but the guy, the first time I met him, the guy said, if you ever need anything, let me know. The first conversation that I had, I gained trust with this fella almost immediately and right off the plat, right off the bat. So there there is just some practical elements to the art of conversation. And there's so much more. There's there are people with PhDs that do all these studies, and then I'm sure they could even add quite a bit of more to it. But through the podcast here, I'm just trying to give you some basics to help you as you're maturing and growing that could give you sort of a, a leg up in interacting and conversations. Look, guys, this will help you in not just friends, but this will help you in all areas of your life. When you're speaking with teachers, principals, co-workers, bosses, your your spouse, later down the road, your kids, your friends, roommates, whatever life, wherever life takes you, this will, this will bode well with you and, and it will bring relationships to you that maybe otherwise wouldn't come. And look, not every relationship is, uh, I, let me rephrase that, not every conversation is going to turn into a relationship. You guys know that you, you may practice it, practice this and realize, man, this guy, he's, he is just clammed up, you know. Or this, this person, this girl I, you know, I met, she just, she's like clammed up. All right, well then, you know, mark it off as I tried and you move on and, and go from there. So I hope that was some good tidbits of info for you and that uh, something you can use. And as always, I appreciate you guys stopping by. And until next time, stay strong, gentlemen.